You're listening to the Up In Your Business podcast, episode 029. On this show, we talk about South by Southwest, positioning yourself for the biggest opportunities, and executing on your dream. You will be the same person in five years as you are today, except for the people you meet and the books you read. Welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast. Building you to do business better. This show is about intention, transparency, and insights from business professionals sharing their personal business. Discover what they've learned the hard way so you don't have to. Empowering a new breed of self aware leadership. Here's your host, Angus Nelson. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, everyone. If this is your first time joining us, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time. This is the Up In Your Business podcast, building you to do business better. I am your host, Angus Nelson. I'm ecstatic that you're here. So I want to tell you this past week, I attended South by Southwest uh, Music Festival, interactive film, I don't know what you want to call it. It's a combination of a conference, a trade show. It's got speakers, it's got parties, it's got all sorts of fanfare. It goes over 10 days. It's located in Austin, Texas. It's an amazing event, and it's divided primarily into those three parts. Interactive, which is like the tech side, uh, music, and then film. And now I only attended the first part, which is the tech part. That's the first five days. It's dedicated to like um, all sorts of teaching and learning, exploration. And it also showcases all the things having to do with tech, startup, agency-related, marketing, stuff like that. And the top brands of the planet are all there. They're all competing for attention. There's also startups and influencers, media of all sorts, all competing for attention. In fact, this year, uh, President Obama even showed up and did a bit of a Q&A. So in and amongst all of this, there's all sorts of networking and business development and people looking for buyers of their product. So lots and lots of activity. And trying to explain all of this to my wife has been difficult. Um, this was my fifth year going and uh, so I chose to take my wife with me. So it was her first time to attend, and admittedly, um, I think she might have been kind of surprised at some of the findings that she had. I think she thought that we would just go there and party the whole time and nothing got done, that we never did any business. And she uh, was refreshingly surprised um, that there was a lot more going on than what she had thought. Now, again, I told you this is my fifth time going, and... On the Saturday of the event, um, I was walking back to my hotel to go meet my wife. The company I work for was just uh, finishing up with their event. And so we had wrapped up, and I was walking the streets of Austin with an immense feeling of nostalgia. I was both full of gratitude and awe. And I even felt myself get a little emotional as I walked in the warm sunlight back to my hotel. For it was exactly five years ago that when I attended this first festival, um, I was a stay-at-home dad taking care of two small children while I tried to hustle um, some contract work in social business marketing space. 
and what a difference five years can make. And I want to kind of dive into that today. So to start off with, I want to let you know that when I first attended that uh, South by Southwest conference, I was supremely intimidated. I mean, the sheer volume of the size, um, the names, the titles. I mean, I, I just didn't feel like I compared. Again, after all, I was just, you know, this stay-at-home dad from Huntsville, Alabama. Yet at the same time, I had a twin brother who had already done one startup in San Francisco, and he had rolled off to become the head of social media at a company called Salesforce. So he knew all sorts of people. This was his space. He knew the language. He knew the culture. He knew it all. And I had gone to Austin not because of South by Southwest, but rather because of a daddy blogging event going on at the same time. So because my brother was there, he worked for this big company, and he had a big expense account. He was staying at the W, so I said, hey, bro, I'm coming to stay with you. So during the days, I attended the Daddy Blogging event, but at night, my brother took me with him to all of the evening festivities of parties and networking uh, for all of the different um, you know brand events that were going on. So... Nobody knew that my brother had an identical twin. So as such, we had the opportunity to play pranks on people all night long, every night we were there. So my brother would simply point somebody out and they'd say, hey, that's so-and-so from such-and-such, and And the last time I talked to him was X, and uh, they're a hugger or shaker. And so off I'd go, and I'd walk up to these people, pretending, obviously, to be my identical twin brother, Marcus, and I'd start chatting away. And then about five minutes later, my brother would come up behind me uh, or them, and uh, to their amazement, they'd see double, and you'd always see this, not, 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 you know, kind of thing, and look of surprise, the reaction was fantastic. To this day, we still do it, I got to admit, it's a lot of fun, and a lot of these people, the crazy part is that I had read their books or their articles, I had listened to them in interviews. I had read, um, you know, maybe their blogs. It was sort of surreal that suddenly I was conversing with these individuals as a peer. Even better, one of the pranks that we played was on someone who now to this day is somebody that I work with. I work with this person today because of the pranks we pulled five years ago. That's kind of a crazy thought. But Again, going back five years ago, I was walking the streets of Austin, Texas during South By, wide-eyed. I was naive. I was an absolute newbie. And as such, I was intimidated. I was afraid. I worried whether I was going to use the right words or vernacular, if I'd be able to understand the culture or In any way, was I going to be able to not look foolish? And little did I know that that journey would take me on down an amazing path. I didn't know um, what would happen or become of it. I didn't know what challenges I would face. I just went with it. And as such, that becomes kind of the parallel to what I want to share with you today. Today, I want to share with you the seven keys to unlock an amazing future. And I'm going to share this from the context of my journey, but I can tell you 
it has happened and transpired in many, many others. So to start off with, I want to share a little quote with you from a gentleman named Charlie Tremendous Jones. And it goes like this. It says, you will be the same person in five years as you are today, except for the people you meet and the books you read. And that's what I want to emphasize to you to start off today. The first two keys are the books you read and the people you associate. And let me rephrase that a little bit. Number one, it's being a self-learner. Reading books, for some people, they would say, oh, I can't read books. I don't like nonfiction. I can't stand it. I only listen to audiobooks. That's fine. That's fine. I get it. I get it. Uh, you might also read blog posts or podcasts or articles or YouTube. I get it. Cool. The point is not necessarily the reading. The point is the consumption of information for bettering yourself. One of the things, a common theme that we've heard through all of the influencers that I've interviewed on this show is that they were self-learners, and they recommended for others to also be self-learner. That's a critical component to be successful in life. Never stop learning, never stop growing, never stop developing. Now, here's a little pro tip. This is a total side note. If you want to read books faster... Um, or if you're not really into books, here's one quick way that you can consume a book. You're going to read just the first chapter, read it in its entirety. Then you're going to go through the, all the additional chapters. You're only going to read the first paragraph. And then at the end of the book, read the entire last chapter of the book. That will quickly get you a roundabout way of what is available in the book itself and either inspire you to take on more of the book or move on to the next book. That's your quick pro tip. Number two, what I was talking about in terms of the people that you meet, we're going to term that relationships. Again, many of the guests on this show have echoed that their key to success was based on the quality and caliber of relationships they've built along the way. Being authentic, being generous, empowering, and offering value to the relationships around them. And if you've read my ebook, um, that's avail- it's available for download on my, my website. It's totally free. Uh, you can find that at angusnelson.com forward slash networking. I also did an entire episode on this topic. Uh, it's episode 008. And it's all about helping you see networking through a different lens. Most people do networking from their own selfish motives and perspective. And the way that you actually connect with people is by offering value to those relationships and helping them to flourish. Again, if you want more information on it, you can go to episode 008 and you can also read my free ebook um, available at angusnelson.com forward slash networking. And I want to be clear that the relationships that you build um, is value-based. You're offering value to others. So if we just stop right there, I have relationships number two, and number one, I'm a self-learner. I didn't get to where I am today simply because I wished for it or I hoped for it. Um, It wasn't something that was just, I hope so. But it was something that I 
intimately and intentionally busted my butt to learn and to grow. I networked like a mofo. I attended conference and I went to events whenever possible. I invented, or invented, I invested tons of time and energy trying to figure out, you know, what was going to work for me? What was, you know, my thing? And many times um, it didn't go altogether, altogether great. In fact, I failed most of the time and it totally looked like many of the things that um, I saw inside or saw in my mind's eye that they were not going to happen. When I launched my first book, it failed. And I tried another nonprofit with a friend of mine called Backstage Leadership. It failed. I worked for a Facebook gaming company for months, even without a paycheck. It failed. I reached out to nearly every contact I had made at all of the events, hoping for an opportunity to get a full-time job, and it failed. I changed all of my social profiles to state that I lived in the San Francisco Bay Area to find a job, and that failed. I flew out at my own expense for job interviews. Again, pretending that I was living in the Valley, someone would say, hey, can we meet next Wednesday? I was like, yeah, sure, not a problem, only to have to buy a plane ticket for an interview. That failed. And then my wife had to quit her job because of health reasons. And at the time, my social marketing contract was expiring. I got this opportunity to start this company with my friend. And money wasn't going to come for a long time. So I had to wait tables at a steakhouse to pay bills. Not even knowing if this, once again, was going to be an opportunity that would fail. However, this time, it did not fail. That leads me to point number three, perseverance. There are going to be times when things don't look positive. There are going to be times, no matter what you're going through, wherever you're feeling stuck, I want you to know that it is not time to give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. I believe that all of us were born to be significant. I believe that all of us were born to make a difference. We're born to experience fulfillment and satisfaction. And all of us are born to create something. But the fact is, most of us quit. If you want to stand out from the rest, persevere. Number four, be present. Whatever your circumstance or experience, being present is the critical component to moving forward. And looking back, it makes you say, well, I wish I would have. I, I, I could have. I, 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 I would have. Like all of that kind of mindset is based around regret It's based in a sense of lack. Or worse, maybe something went very well. You had a past victory. And you'll end up comparing anything else you do to that past victory. So you're always going to be competing with yourself. And that's also a mindset of lack or less than. It's never healthy. The opposite of this is looking to the future and Looking to the future leads us to believe that there's a goal. 
But that becomes elusive because the acquisition of said goal creates the need for another. And we're always going to be chasing something. And so we'll never actually fully experience the feeling of satisfaction or fulfillment today. Because whatever we have will never be enough. In addition, when we have in our mind an expected outcome, an expected goal, we eliminate the creative, the creativity of different outcome. We squash the idea that there's other possibilities that might be even better than the one I've already set. Number five, gratitude. That leads us to connecting to the core of our reality. Are we grateful today? Being present requires us to be grateful. Look, I've, I've traveled the world. Um, before I got into all of this, I, I worked with a number of non-government organizations. I was in third world countries. And there I discovered people who had far less uh, monetarily than I had, and they had fewer opportunities uh, than you and I, and yet they were or seemed to be far happier than I could have ever hoped to be. And I believe it's because they understand how to be grateful simply for breathing and living. And these people, man, they were amazingly generous. They shared their time and their food, even their living quarters. I remember being in one country, the gentleman I had complimented him on some artwork he had done. So he turned around and picked up one of his paintings and tried to give it to me. And I said, no, no. And I pulled up my wallet to try and give him money. And my interpreter stopped me. And he said, don't insult him with your money. His relationship with you is worth far more than money. He gives you this painting out of relationship. That was hard for me to swallow and extremely humbling. When people take time to talk directly to each other and they don't compare clothing or stature or title, wow. Amazing things can happen. The only way you can get to this is to have a mindset of abundance. And when you think abundantly, it helps you to see opportunities. Gratitude brings abundance. Abundance brings opportunities to you and those around you. Be grateful. Number six, coaching. Most of us don't recognize that we live in light of our own self-created chaos. <laughs> We've created the majority of our own personal challenge around us, and we don't even recognize it. Um, our, our attitudes and our behaviors and our own limiting beliefs, they attract environments around us that only validate the way we see ourselves. And if we see ourselves, for example as a, a fighter, well, then we're always going to need something or someone to fight. And if we can't find it subconsciously, we'll create it. 
Or if we see ourselves as, say, a loser, if that's what's going through our brain and our mind, we'll perhaps marry someone or uh, hang around people that will treat us as such. And we'll perform to the standard that results with the title we've given. Or if a great opportunity comes, we'll instead sabotage so as not to change that ever-running script in our mind. And you and I, we create our own chaos. So unless we can change the script, we can't, exchange, we can't change the experience. So therefore, the only way we can get out of our mess is to get someone outside of us, outside of our relationships and circles that can help us identify or reframe or redefine our own limiting beliefs. That third party should be completely separated from those that know us. And for me, I finally started when I went through a divorce many years ago. And um, I went and saw a therapist. And that really started to get my attention. Um, And I started to grow when I started to understand a little bit more about myself. And then I graduated, I suppose you could call it that. I don't know if it's graduated. But I eventually started seeing a counselor. And then that I grew into seeing someone that could coach me so that I myself could get coaching. That was one of the main ways that I was able to rise above my chaos and furthermore equip me to press forward to the things I was born to do. So let me recap these six before we go to the final step in this process. So number one, being a self-learner. Two, maintain relationships. Three, persevere. Four, be present. Five, gratitude. Six, get a coach. Now number seven, this is the final piece of this equation, and that is you have to execute. You see, each and every one of us, we actually have to do the dreams, the passions, and the ideas. You must act. So to execute, in June of last year, I shot a video where I told people I was going to stop talking about a podcast I was um, sharing. I told them the title. I told them what I want to do. I, I shared this for many, many, many months. Instead, I came out on this video and I made it public and said, I'm actually going to do the podcast. And that was in June of 2015. And that was the beginning of many steps for me. And while I've been doing this show, Um, I've been able to interact with a number of influencers who they themselves have gone through some of these same steps to rise to their own levels, to push past their own limiting beliefs. And now some of them have challenged me and are guiding me to take my game up to the next level. So as I'm trying to level up, I'm trying to help you level up. And I think that's a pretty awesome thing. So for me, my next challenge I discovered this through my life, through my history. I have coached people all of the time. I always have. I I just didn't realize that I was, that was what I was doing. I'm just a born encourager. And that's a significant reason why I 
created this podcast or this show. I I wanted to give back and I wanted to make a difference. I I want to help particularly corporate America, you know, to find a different way to be effective and to be fulfilled and to be their most effective self. And therefore, the title of this podcast is Up in Your Business, Building You to Do Business Better. That's what it's supposed to be all about. And for some of the people I've uh, interviewed, some have been more transparent than others. Um, Some have gone deeper than others. Um, But I personally believe that I want to give even more practical insights to help you, the listener. And so I'm going to be doing more of that. And this discovery, um, in part, was because of the coaching call that I released in episode 025 with Sean Matthews. And I coached him and was able to record that and then share it with you. And it's been one of the most downloaded podcasts of all that I've done. And I realized I need to open up more about this part of my skill set. So what... I've actually never done with this is I've never actually charged money for my services. I mean, I've been working with other organizations where the company paid me um, to do this, but I've never done it on my own. I've always just done it either for free or because it was part of my job. So I'm going to share more of these kinds of insights and interviews in the weeks to come. And in addition, I'm building out part of my business, I guess you would call it, to include that. So I'm working on a page on my website at AngusNelson.com where I'm going to be offering some coaching packages. And it's not up yet, but it will be soon. And I'll be offering three packages. One's going to be like a self-guided 30-day plan uh, that you can do yourself. Uh, Second one will be like a group call that I'll do um, during the month. And um, it will also include like a private forum, a group, and have access to me on email. And then a third piece that I'm going to build out is going to be like a one-on-one elite coaching. And it's going to require a six-month commitment because I want to um, dramatically impact your life and your relationships and your business. And if any of that sounds interesting to you, I would love to hear some feedback. Uh, you can email me at hello at angusnelson.com, and you can tell me what you want to hear more about or what you're interested in. There's be no obligation. You're not committed to anything by doing that. I just simply would like some feedback to see what kind of interest there is. And as the plans come into fruition, I'll make sure that I send you the information that you've requested. So for me... I'm being kind of transparent. I'm showing you my own personal challenge, and I'm stepping up. I'm leveling up in my life and in my business right here before your, well, not so much your eyes, but right before your ears. And that's what I want to challenge you to do as well. So in closing, five years ago, do you think I had any idea that I would be recording a podcast, that I would be interacting with influencers or impacting people around the globe? No way. Even in the past few years, did I have any idea that I would be speaking at some of the largest brand headquarters, that I would be working with top executives from some of the biggest companies in the world? Do you think I thought that 
I'd be able to be exposed to some of the most major thought leaders. No way. I didn't have any clue of any of this. It wasn't my goal. That wasn't where I was going. I I mean, it's something I thought might be cool, but I had no idea. But I'll tell you what I did to get here. I was a self-learner. I built relationships. I persevered. I stayed present. And mind you, I also think I stayed patient, which maybe that should be one too. I grew in gratitude, and I got coaching. And finally, I executed. I don't know so much that these keys are the exact science, but I do know that these principles are the most likely to move you towards unlocking your amazing future. And I know that they have definitely influenced my life, but I also know they've influenced a number of people's lives around me. And I'm hoping that as you implement these seven keys, that you too will find your amazing future. So if any of this or any of my other shows has been helpful to you, I'd really appreciate your review on the iTunes store. And we're just a few more reviews away from 100, so maybe yours could be number 100. That would be pretty cool. Um, But I really appreciate you taking the time to post your review. If you have any questions, or you want to simply just connect with me and say hi or ask um, about something I've said, please feel free to email me again at hello at angusnelson.com. I'd love to hear from you. And lastly, thank you so much for listening. It's always a pleasure to have you take the time to invest in yourself and spend your precious moments uh, with this great community. I'm extremely grateful for you. If you want to get in on our Facebook group, it's our private Facebook group. You can enter into the search box there up in your business at the Facebook search uh, location. You'll see it there, and you can request to be entered in. Other than that, my hope is that you live intentionally, love extravagantly, and lead with self-awareness. This has been Angus Nelson, building you to do business better. Be amazing. Thanks for listening to the Up In Your Business podcast with Angus Nelson. Find more at upinyourbusiness.co. Remember, that's .co, not com. <laughs>